St. Gabriel Catholic Radio is pleased to bring you this gospel reflection from Bishop Earl K. Fernandez. Brothers and sisters, hello and peace be with you. Today we reflect on Luke chapter 13, verses 22 to 30, the gospel for the 21st Sunday in Ordinary Time. This Sunday's gospel takes up a common theme from the previous week's gospel, namely that of eternal life and our eternal destiny. Martha and Mary, you will recall, had a dispute. Martha was busy doing things. Mary sat at the feet of Jesus. Mary had chosen the better part. Mary had the one thing she needed, which was Jesus himself. She was focused on the things of heaven. Jesus' disciples then the following week asked him to teach them how to pray. And he taught them the Lord's Prayer, to rely on the Heavenly Father rather than on their own abilities. The next week, we heard Jesus warn his disciples against the sin of avarice, not to accumulate more and more of this world's goods. There was the man who wanted to build bigger granaries for all his grain, and he was called a fool, for his, night was, his life was to be taken for him, from him that very night. So many times, Jesus is calling us to think beyond this world to the next. Even the following Sunday, we heard about where your treasure is, there your heart will be. So many Sundays we are called to look toward the things above. This Sunday is no different. We are concerned about salvation and heaven itself. Lord, will only a few people be saved? This is the question of eternal life. Jesus doesn't answer them directly, but he does give this response. Strive to enter through the narrow gate, for many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. So many people think that everyone will be saved. Jesus is saying that the possibility of salvation is open to all. But the way there is very narrow. What Jesus really wants to warn against is the idea that simple religious practice, external observance, going up to the temple, or in our case, going up to church, or fasting, or these external observances, are enough to enter into eternal life. Rather, these practices are very often a means to a deeper encounter with the Lord, a life-changing encounter that causes us to be converted, to repent of our sins, and to actually practice the one law that matters, the law of love. Mere external observance of the law is not enough. In the fifth chapter of St. Matthew's Gospel, Jesus says, unless your righteousness, unless your justice exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you shall not enter into the kingdom of God. So we must strive for righteousness, strive for justice, which means giving another person his or her due, not merely going through the motions. But for the Christian disciple, we must also acknowledge that charity is still greater than justice. Love is greater than justice. And that is what we are called to, this deeper love of God and this deeper love of neighbor. If we fail to love our neighbor, then we can say all we want. We ate and drank in your company. We heard you teach in our streets. But he will say to us, depart from me, you evildoers. And there will be wailing and grinding of teeth when we see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets, and we ourselves are left out. Sometimes we think, oh yeah, Jesus, you sick it to those Pharisees, but his words are actually directed to us. God certainly desires that we have salvation, that we have eternal life and happiness with him forever. But the path is narrow. 
Jesus wants his disciples to know that we must go beyond the obligations of the law, beyond mere external observances, to the deeper law, which is the law of love. Moreover, in St. Luke's Gospel, there is this idea of the Holy Spirit, there is this idea of preferential option for the poor, but also of salvation, not merely for the Jews, but also for the Gentiles. Salvation is open to all who will believe in him, who will cling to Jesus with their whole being. Thus, the gospel concludes, and people will come from the east and the west and from the north and the south and will recline at table in the kingdom of God. It's sort of like that song, or when the saints go marching in, O Lord, I want to be in that number. Do we have this desire? for heaven, to be in that number. If so, we must enter through the narrow gate, which is Jesus himself.